the $100 MBA show because your business relies on you getting better. That's why we deliver daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today's episode is a guest teacher lesson. On our guest teacher lessons, I invite an expert to teach their area of expertise. Today, we have Travis Chapel, and he'll be teaching you why overcoming rejection is necessary in your business and how to do it. Rejection is just a part of the game of business. It's like getting fouled in basketball. It's going to happen. So you got to learn to embrace it and to learn from it. And just like a basketball, you can't score if you don't play. Your guest teacher today, Travis Chapel, is an amazing teacher. I know him personally. I consider him a friend. But he's also a great direct sales expert and the host of the Build Your Network podcast. He's going to be dropping some serious gems so you can overcome this fear of rejection so you can win in business. Let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is supported by Podia. Podia helps thousands of creators earn money from their passion. It's an all-in-one digital storefront that you can sell courses, memberships, and digital downloads in one place. It's the most creator-friendly platform on the market with zero transaction fees and a super-friendly 24-7 life support team, no matter what plan you're on. So they're going to take care of you, even if you're just getting started. What's great about Podia is that it eliminates all the technical headaches. It takes care of every aspect of selling your course or membership or digital download. If you've got video courses, they do the video hosting for you. If you want an easy way to charge your members on a reoccurring basis for a membership, Podia takes care of it. You want a secure way for people to download your products when they pay for them, they take care of that too. They also offer free migrations on their Shaker plan. Best of all, Podia puts their money where their mouth is. They have a 30-day free trial with no credit card required. So if you don't love it, you don't pay a penny. If you're looking to start an online course, sell any kind of digital product, or start a membership site, check them out and support the show by going to podia.com slash MBA. That's P-O-D-I-A dot com slash MBA. Today's guest teacher, Travis Chappell, is someone I met about a year ago. I met him at a podcasting conference, actually, the We Are Podcast Conference in Brisbane. And we spent three days getting to know each other at the conference during dinners and lunches. And one of the things that struck me the most about Travis is how genuine he is. Yes, he's a professional and he has a podcast as the founder of buildyournetwork.co, but he was there genuinely trying to learn from others to improve himself, even though he's well-established. And I always say the best teachers are the best learners. So you're in for a treat with today's guest teacher lesson. Rejection is no joke. It's a part of the game of business like we mentioned. So let's deal with it head on. I'm going to hand it over to Travis so he can teach you his lesson. But I'll be back with my own takeaways and to wrap up the episode. But for now, take it away, Travis. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Travis Chappell. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm going to be talking about why overcoming rejection is necessary in your business. You know, I've found that more often than not, one's ability to handle rejection is directly correlated to the level of success that they achieve in their business and really in their life. So uh, before we get started, I want to kind of set the stage here. This is not your typical talk on rejection. I'm not going to sit here and tell you to learn to love knows um, because the goal of handling rejection is not to love it. All right. That's absolutely ridiculous. It's crazy. I don't care who you are. 
everyone gets rejected, and no one loves how it feels. <laughs> Nobody likes to actually get rejected. I mean, Tim Ferriss in his new book, Tribe of Mentors, has a whole entire chapter on different people who rejected him when he asked them to be a part of his book. Okay, this is Tim Ferriss that we're talking about here. And it's a book that has advice from literally some of the most successful people in the world. I mean, A-list celebrities, athletes, billionaires, all these kinds of people. And he got rejected by several people. And when you hear him talk about it, it did not make him feel good. So the goal here is not to make you love rejection or love a no. It's basically just to make you as comfortable with rejection as possible so that you have a higher tolerance for it than most people do. So I'm going to talk about three different uh, ways that you can uh, that you can grow your ability to handle rejection. So let's go ahead and get to it. Number one, conviction, conviction. Conviction is the part of the process that simply gets you comfortable enough to go for the ask in the first place. Because if you don't even ask, you can't get rejected. You don't give anybody the opportunity to reject or accept whatever you may have to offer. Um, And there's, there's a couple of things you need to be convinced of in order to get started. Number one, you need to be convinced of your product or your service or your company, whatever that, whatever that means to you, you have to be convinced of that. And I'll give you for an example. So I've done a lot of door-to-door sales, a lot of retail sales, and I've sold a lot of different products over a few different industries. Um, But this one time, I remember trying to sell um, window jobs, construction jobs, like roofing, siding, um, insulation, gutters, all that kind of stuff. And uh, to be honest, I just didn't really believe in our price point. Uh, The the company was a great company. The products were great products. Um, But uh, it seemed like we were constantly a 30 to 40% markup on the competition. And some of them, there was a very good reason for it because they had horrible warranties and stuff like that. But a lot of the ones that had the good stuff that was very comparable to how we were, and we were still 30, 40% higher, when somebody would tell me no, I basically would just be like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> to be honest with you, I probably wouldn't do it either. And I'm the one that's trying to sell this stuff. So I didn't have a belief in the product. Okay. Now, now remember that there's a difference between a belief and a passion. You don't have to be passionate about it in order to be able to be convinced of it. Um, you just have to have a certain level of belief that allows you to overcome that fear of going in for the ask. Um, so you got to be convinced of your product, your service, your company, whatever it may be. Um, The second thing you need to be convinced of is your what and your why. And let me explain what I mean by that. We've all heard Simon Sinek talk about your why. If you haven't, you should definitely look up his stuff. His book, Start With Why, is fantastic. He has a TED Talk on it. Um, He is the go-to authority on this topic, if you ask me. Um, So basically, the concept of your why is having a deeper meaning or purpose behind everything that you do. So whenever you get that nervous feeling of, man, I don't want to go in for this ask. I don't want to ask this person this question. Um, your why should be the thing that you can look back into the archive of your brain and say, you know what, there's a deeper purpose behind this, you know, whether it's your family or a, a legacy that you want to leave, whatever that might be for you, it's going to be different for everybody, but you need to have a good grasp on what your why is. Um, and if you want to learn how to find that, you should definitely look up some of Simon Sinek's stuff. Um, but I said your what as well, because I, I believe that you don't even really have to look as deep as your why is for most of the scenarios that you uh, uh, run into. Um, uh, I don't know about you guys, but for me, my why, it, it is a really deep emotional part of me. So when I look at when I look at my why, it's something that makes me really think. It makes me really introspective and not really as productive because um, I don't really want to take a bunch of time to think about something that makes me feel that deep about, about life and stuff. So I just 
just remember my what. A what could be something super simple, just the amount of money that you're going to make on this deal or the how how this product or service or whatever that you're providing is going to help your customer um, do better in, in their life, in their workout practices, whatever it may be. Um, so you're having a good understanding of your what and your why. You have to be convinced of those things. Now, uh, this is a really, really big one. You have to be convinced of the worst case scenario principle. Um, this is this is really, if you can grasp this, this will immediately help your ability to overcome rejection because the worst case scenario principle says that the only way to really make sure that you lose in a situation is to not ask. Okay, so let's say your favorite celebrity walks by, your favorite uh, singer or musician or cele- or uh, um, uh, actor or actress walks by, and you really want to get a picture with them. And if you ask, there are two possible outcomes. Number one, they say yes, and you get a picture with them. Or number two, they say no, and you don't get a picture with them. But if you don't ask, I can guarantee that you will 100% not get a picture with them because I guarantee that they're not going to go offer to take a picture, okay? So you're in the same situation regardless of if you asked and they said no or if you didn't ask to begin with. And I would even argue that if they say no, you just got a little bit better at asking and did something out of your comfort zone, so you made yourself better, okay? You only have things to gain if you ask. So number one, conviction. You got to be convinced of all those things, the product, your service, your what, your why. You got to be convinced of the worst case scenario in order to be able to ask. Okay. So number two is consistency. You got to ask a lot. Okay. This is probably the most difficult part of this process because this is where you'll probably go through the most rejection. You're in the learning phase. Um, this is, this is the part of the process where you'll need to make up in numbers what you lack in skill. So for instance, I've done a lot of door-to-door sales in my day, and every time I bring out a new rep on the doors, I really want that person to perform just as well as I do that day. Okay, so if I'm training a brand new door-to-door sales rep, somebody that literally has done no sales before, you took them from being a barista at Starbucks, and now they're knocking doors, and I want them to have a sale that day, and I want to have a sale that day, the bottom line is that they're going to have to knock on a lot more doors than I will because they've never done it before, and I've done it a lot. So during this time, this consistency phase, you have, you have, you have to make up uh, in numbers what you lack in skill. And during this time, you need to focus on all the yeses instead of the noes because you will get yeses. It's a numbers game. Someone will say yes, okay? But um, uh, the only reason that you need to remember any of the noes is to learn from them. So focus on the yeses because what you focus on is what you attract more of, Okay, so number one is conviction. Number two, consistency. And lastly, confidence. Number three is confidence. You have to ask the right way a lot. This is by far the most important part of the process. And I left it for last because I want this to be the last thing that you think about when you're done listening. Imagine your confidence level is like a bank account. The more confidence that you have in your account, the better you are at asking and getting the result that you want. So your only job is to make sure that your confidence account is full at all times. Listen, every time you get rejected, there's a withdrawal from that account. I don't care who you are. I can guarantee that Tim Ferriss's confidence uh, account took a few hits when he was writing uh, that book and got rejected by some of those people that he really looked up to and admired and respected. But luckily, there are a lot of ways to deposit into that account, and that's kind of what I want to leave you with to think about. Um, the first way is to get 
better. The more you learn and practice what you're doing, the more you raise the level of confidence in your account. It's just that simple. Remember to never stop educating yourself. Look, formal education can make you a living, but self-education can make you a fortune. So get better because that's going to help you deposit more into that confidence account. Okay, so number two uh, is get more yeses. While every time you get rejected takes a hit on your account, every time you get the yes, you make a deposit in that account. Okay, so the key here is to mitigate that withdrawal by doing the first two things that we talked about, by um, by having the, the consistency and by having the conviction. If you can implement those two things, then that withdrawal is going to be a little bit less every single time. You'll still always have a withdrawal. Your goal is just to make it as little as possible. Um, and then when you focus on those yeses, that makes those yeses even bigger deposits than the noes make withdrawals. So, Number one, get better. Number two, get more yeses. And then lastly, and most importantly, the number one way to grow your confidence account. If you have not gotten anything from this so far, this is the thing to listen to. The number one way to grow your confidence account is to keep the promises that you make to yourself. You are not who you are. You are who you believe yourself to be. And every time that you go back on your own word to yourself, you subtract your belief in you. But every time you keep a promise that you've made to yourself, you add to that belief. Okay, so this could be in anything in life, not just in your business or in in, in your sales practice. Okay, if you say that you're going to get up early, do it. If you say you're going to fast for three days, do it. If you say you're going to read a book a week, do it. There's no faster or more efficient way to gain self-confidence than to do that. So have conviction. You have to ask. Be consistent. You got to ask a lot and be confident. You got to ask the right way a lot. All right, guys, this is Travis Chappell uh, talking about rejection. If you want to learn more about me or connect with me, you can visit buildyournetwork.co forward slash FB to join my Facebook group and schedule a one-on-one phone call with me from the link in the welcome post in the group. Would absolutely love to connect with you. Thanks again for joining me today and back to Omar. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is supported by LogoJoy. As an entrepreneur, one of the first things you need to start a business is a logo. Something that looks amazing on your website, social channels, business cards, and more. But making a professional logo when you're not a designer is really tricky. Where do you even begin? Today's sponsor, LogoJoy, makes it super easy to design beautiful logos in minutes. To get started, all you have to do is enter your company's name and answer a few questions. Then you'll be presented with tons of logo ideas. I was blown away by the designs they came up with. I tried this out myself for my own personal website, omarzenhome.com. I did exactly that. I gave the company name, I answered some questions, and lo and behold, they presented me with some amazing designs. I couldn't believe they put it together automatically. And you can perfect your options like tweaking colors, symbols, layouts, and more. The best part, it's free to make as many logos as you want. You only pay when you're happy. And packages start as low as $20. More than 2.5 million entrepreneurs have used LogoJoy to design their logo. If you want a brand that looks fantastic, you need a great logo and you need to check them out. Visit LogoJoy.com slash MBA for 20% off all logo packages. That's LogoJoy, L-O-G-O-J-O-Y.com slash MBA to design the perfect logo and get 20% off.
I loved this lesson by Travis and how he focused on some really great strategies to perfect your ask. You have to ask in business. You have to ask for business. I particularly really appreciated the point of being convinced by your product, having a belief that, hey, your product is actually a pretty good thing to have in the world. He gave that example about when he was doing some sales and he would kind of side with a customer when they said, hey, I don't think it's worth it. So you got to make sure that when it's your product, your business, you have serious conviction that this thing belongs in the world and it's well worth the price you're asking for. If you're not there yet, make sure you're there right now. Get that right first. Uh, I love how he outlines that worst case scenario. Like the worst case scenario is not asking at all because that'll guarantee failure. At the very worst, they say no and you have an experience and you learn from that experience, which leads into the point he made about consistency. Consistency is so important in business. It's almost like you have to respect the process over than the result. I could tell you that Personally, I had a huge fear of rejection when I started in business, but then I read a lot of stories of other entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs that I look up to. I read their biographies. Travis mentioned Tim Ferriss, how many times he got rejected when he wanted to include somebody in his book, Tribe of Mentors, even though he has crazy, crazy A-list celebrities in that book, people like Arnold Schwarzenegger, top athletes and celebrities. So it's better for you just to go into it knowing you will be rejected This is going to happen. It's par for the course, and it means you're on the right path. You mean you're on the same path as the people you admire. That really gave me confidence and kind of got me over that fear of rejection, understanding that, hey, this is the price I got to pay if I want to be successful. Everybody that I look up to has gone through this path. I need to go through the same path as well. Guys, I hope that helped, and I hope you love today's guest teacher lesson by Travis Chappell. He's got a free gift for you. You could schedule a one-on-one call with Travis. You could just do it right inside of his FB group, his Facebook group. Just go to buildyournetwork.co slash FB to check that out. What an awesome gift by Travis. Thanks, man. And I'll see you soon at the next We Are podcast in October. Both Travis and I will be speaking on stage at that conference. So if you love podcasting and want to learn more, check out We Are Podcast. You can just Google it and you'll find it at wearepodcast.com. It's going to be a ton of fun. All right, before I go, I want to leave you with this. Some of us have less of a fear of rejection because the way we were raised as a child or even the jobs we had as a kid. If you sold Girl Scout cookies, I'm sure you got your share of no's when you try to sell door to door. So if you didn't have that experience as a kid, you got to make up for lost time. It's okay. You got to have your share of rejection so you can get out of your system and get used to it. And realize it's not a big monster. It's not scary. It's all good. And it's what you got to do to succeed. All right, I'll check you in the next episode. I'll see you then. Take care.